Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. We got a... (laughs) A guest here today, don't we? A special guest, very yeah. special guest. Yeah. I'll yeah. let you introduce. Yeah, I'll, I'll introduce <laughs> him. Um, the guest we have, I've actually mentioned his name um, or just referenced him a couple of times on the podcast, but uh, it's my buddy Sherman Ledette. I, I feel like that was kind of, we got to, that wasn't that, that, like, that was weed, yeah, right? Yeah, that was <laughs> real weed. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Sherman Ledette. I was, yeah, nah. my buddy, yeah, <laughs> you know. My bad, this yeah. This is the so, world we're now. Oh, no. see, look, I'm not good at that. See, that's why you could have took that part over, you know what I'm saying? I'm not good at the intro. CPA you know? in the 757, <laughs> Mr. Sherman Ledette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, definitely. We uh wanted to have Sherman come on today. Obviously, uh, most folks know it's tax season right now, or beginning to be tax season. People are getting them W twos and the uh, you know, in the mail and from their employers and everything. And so we wanted to have a um as a certified professional accountant. Is that what CPA stands for? Or what does that yes, stand for? I don't even know. Yes. CPA. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, cool, cool. So we wanted to have somebody come by. Um, be able to give you guys some wisdom and some understanding on just some of the different things that have changed from 2023 to 2024, um, and just in general, just answering any questions that we felt that a lot of folks needed to understand and know, just have a base, basic level understanding of what uh, what taxes and, and the different nuances there. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. A lot of people don't really understand some of the differences between a CPA and you know, um, a, a regular tax, tax preparer, preparer. Yeah. and things like that. So we'll dive deep into that later on in the segment. But you know how we do. What you guys been up to this past week? Oh, man. Um, shoot, for me, was it last weekend? I didn't do much last weekend. Uh, my son had a game, basketball game. You know, he's been playing basketball the last couple of weeks. Um, and it was crazy because the team that he played against was my wife's best friend's son's team oh, that's funny. so it was pretty cool we didn't even know it like we would be showed up and then we we're yeah. like oh snap you know um that's cool yeah yeah so it was cool now my wife's best friend uh she's very tall and her husband is very tall and so their son is very tall now so right. uh, yeah now now I play well he played tall, well i mean now pretty tall too. too yeah but see the age group that now he is playing is definitely gonna be taller to you oh yeah for sure that's not that's not saying a lot though. that's not saying a lot <laughs> but uh the age group that my son is playing is from 5 to 7 so and he's 5 so he's kind of on the younger you know younger yeah. i guess of the 5 to 7 and and her son is six years old. He's actually going to be seven this year. And so they had like four people, man, that was like tall, like real tall. Oh, wow. I was joking with, um, you know, my buddy, her husband, you know, saying they had the the, the double twin towers down yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that was they took their first loss this year. Um, now did. But the game was pretty decent. I think it was 14 to 8 was the uh, final score. So they played well. He was telling me that. All the other teams they've played, they've been beating them twenty something to zero okay. and twenty something. So they, so they, they, they fought, they fought, and then also on my son's team, they got this girl on the team, and she nasty, she really? nasty, yeah, yeah, she's really, really good. So um, she held it down. She scored, I want to say, two of the two of the buckets too um, this past weekend. So that was that was pretty cool, kind of seeing that. Um, outside of that, you know, kind of just. Uh, spent time with the fam, um, watched them play our football games. My 49ers beat the Packers. Okay. Um, so Absolutely. I'm excited about that. We got one more until we get to the Super Bowl. So I'm excited. Um, but And also what we also did, uh, I know work-wise, I guess you could say, um, this past week on, what was it, Tuesday, Sophia? 
Yes, Tuesday evening, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tuesday, um, we had, what was it called? Like the... Uh, so we have a um, basketball tournament that we do. Yeah. Uh, we started last year. It's called Harp Hampton Roads Real Estate Professional Team. And we gave away a scholarship, well, not a scholarship, a donation yeah. to the basketball team over at Tallwood High School in Virginia Beach, which is yeah, Brian's high school. Old I went high to. school. Yeah. And so we waited until basketball season came. But then, of course, with the different schedules, Tuesday was the first night that we could all get together to present the check. So that night we all got together and presented the check to the to the basketball team. So it was pretty cool. Nice. And you know what's funny? So we were there and you brought Niall and I asked Niall like how his game was and when I tell you he ran it down, he was like, <laughs> It was fourteen to this and this and this and this. <laughs> then Ryan was like, get a ball and start dribbling. Then the guy from the crowd was like, Oh, he got better handles than you, B. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Okay, now I must be doing some things on yeah, the court. Yeah, nah, yeah. nah, yeah. 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 Sharon sure been around him, Sharon sure seen him, yeah. He's I mean, he yeah. don't really I wouldn't be surprised if Sloan didn't know her sports because yeah. I she mean a, she girly girly yeah. though. Man. <laughs> she she she's around Listen, it, but Nile is like he's really he's like. But really watch in it. when she get older, she gonna know. She gonna be like, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, absolutely. That, what about you? You you got kids that play sports? I have um, my middle daughter um, Zoe, who is actually um, on track scholarship with West Virginia State. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, we've been traveling here the last couple of weeks to go see them run. Uh, she actually medaled. Okay. Uh, two weeks ago, first time in her collegiate career so far. What does she do? She uh, She's a sprinter. So okay. the 200, the 400, uh, the 60 right now, they're running indoor. Okay. Um, my oldest also did run track, but she decided to, you know, yeah. not. But, so that's where their sports comes in. But, uh, yeah, been doing about the same thing this weekend as be nothing, just getting ready for tax season. Yeah. Yeah. Because once that happens, you're like, buckle down, can't do anything. Everything changes. Yeah, I'm about to say, this guy, man, I've been knowing him for a little over four years now. And I know during tax season, bro, this dude is like, it's like, he like a ghost. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally, we, we work out in the morning, and then my man is work, he's gone. Like, he's yeah. just gone. Like, the normal, you know, because we normally see each other. We live in the same neighborhood. So we'll we'll kick it, you know, in our um, our other buddy, other buddy, Shao, you know, we'll all get together. But during tax season, you know, Sherman's like, hey, I'll see you in April. Yeah, yeah in April. So, yeah. 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 We will be together this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll yeah. be there this Sunday. 49ers. So, yeah. Oh, okay. You guys are watching the game together. Yeah, we yeah. have to. Yeah, got you, got you, got you. So, That's, so wait. So, are you guys going to the Super Bowl together? If they win, if yeah. they win, we will be there. Okay, yes. so y'all yeah. can already have it. You don't drink too much. Y'all go mess up the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna be flying out on <laughs> But we got so a, a little funny dynamic with that too is that. Um, Sherman and myself, we always call each other a brother from another man because we got uh, so much in common. Mm-hmm. We think alike. A lot of times you're like, man, I was thinking about that exact same thing, right? Yeah. Um, but our other friend, Shao, he's a big Detroit Lions fan. He's from okay. Detroit. He's from Michigan. I know um, yeah. Sophia's yeah. from Michigan as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we this week the Detroit Lions are playing the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, so it's kind really? of like it's kind of Detroit a, made it to They oh, did. They woo. did. Yeah, they haven't been <laughs> yeah, good. Listen, in, right, yeah, yeah, they yes. haven't been good in like 40 years. So it, right, cuz yeah, when yeah. I lived in Michigan like 15 years ago, I yeah, mean, they yeah. weren't 
making it to anything. Correct. I mean, they wouldn't even win the games at that point. Correct, <laughs> correct. So it's like a really big thing for Detroit. I mean, the last couple of games they've had at home, and I mean, it's been really, really big, um, you know, for them to you know be present again and uh, be relevant. But uh, I think this is where they uh, they run stops this weekend. You oh, know it what I'm stops. Yeah. It so we stops. we said we got to get together, man. We're gonna have uh, we'll have Shal and Sherm come over to the house, uh, watch the game. My son, obviously. He's a he, he wants to be a part of it too, so he'll be watching it with us as well. Um, I'm finally gonna crack open that um that Shay Shay that Shay Shay. I, I, oh, I bought oh, a oh, oh, yeah, okay. I bought I'm a like, bottle. What? I bought yeah. a bottle uh, from that Cat Williams interview, man. I was like, you know what? Let me try that. Let me try some of that out. But the way Cat was the truth sterile. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might, I might need that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. might not need to crack it. Yeah, right. I might make sure I do know who's yeah, around me. You know what I'm saying? I may not want a glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not nah, yeah. That's um, that's pretty much as far as this week. Like I said, it was pretty cool. As Sophia mentioned, we went back to Tallwood High School, and um, you know, was able to watch the game. They had a really good game. They ended up losing the game, but you know, just to see my son, my son, who was so excited, um, you know, to see you know where his dad played high school basketball at. Um, he got a basketball, was dribbling on the side, and you know he's really, really into it. Like every day, we practice basketball every single day when he comes home from school. Um, even after they lost this pad, I'll tell you this too, which was funny because it's so. It reminds me of so much, right? So this past uh, Sunday when they had their game, as I mentioned earlier, and they had their first loss. Um, he was mad, right? You know, because they have, he hadn't lost yet. You know what I'm saying? So he was mad. So he wanted to come home and practice more. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? So we was at home, and he was like, "Dad, no. I was like, all right, we practice a little." I was like, "Son, I'm gonna go ahead and start watching football." He's like, "No, Dad, no. Let's let's keep practicing. Let's keep practicing." You know what I'm saying? I was like, "All right, cool." So I I I, I could see that it hurt that they lost. You know yeah. what I mean? So that just that drove him funny. to want to you know get better. Cause I always tell him you got to get better because he always thinks he's the best at everything. And I'm oh, like, hey, man. sometimes you're gonna fall short. Sometimes exactly. you're gonna lose, I but you got to continue to put work. Because boy, my daughter, she's the same way. She she thinks that she's the smartest person in the class so like her top is done she's done she don't have to learn more because everybody else need to catch up to her <laughs> I'm like girl <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah that, well, I'm excited myself about that. I um have two sick kids right now mm. so I haven't been doing anything but nursing mm. <laughs> and working yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's that sickness is going around my it daughter is. she That's was sick weird. Earlier this week too, she missed school on Monday because she wasn't on Sunday. She started to not feel really well, um, and I think this weather too, man. You know how it always is Up when it gets down. warm in the warm, summer, and in the winter time. Cold, you know yeah. what I mean? One day it's seventy degrees like it is today. The next day it's thirty. They talking about it's going to snow. Yeah. Um, so I know that also, you know, plays yeah, a role in that as well. Didn't we get snow warnings like last week? Last yeah. Week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. Last week. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So it's, it's last uh, week and, and into the weekend as well. I yeah, think, right? yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. So yeah. on uh, Monday, my. Uh, middle child's school called and said, hey, come and um, pick up. And then on Wednesday, my oldest child's school said, hey, come, come and pick, pick up. up. Mm. And then yesterday, my baby boy had behavior issues where he didn't want to read, what is it, um, The Three Little Bears. What is it? Goldilocks. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to read that book. And he just like went crazy, oh, threw wow. a shoe at a teacher. So oh, wow. I had to go up to the school and it was funny because I got them together real quick and they were like, what the hell? Like, yeah. you was just a whole different kid. Oh, then yeah. for the rest of the day, I sat there for like 20 minutes just to see how he would do. And for the rest of the day, he had a good day. Yeah. Okay. He had to act right. He, he, did. he didn't want to watch, uh, yeah. read that book. <laughs> he was like, I'm tired of the three little bears. <laughs> we need something new. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, he got in trouble though. But, I'm know. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he just needs to get that off his chest. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. had a day. You know, we all have them. Yeah. We all have bad days. <laughs> but yeah, let's just say I've been at all three kids' schools. You know, no outside of norm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 So. What's next? Yeah, we wanted to go ahead and uh, have my guy Sherm jump in. We had a couple of questions that we wanted to ask. um, And just so our audience could understand, like we said earlier, you know, the role of an accountant and the role of a tax um, professional better. So the first question we got is, um, what is the difference between a CPA and a tax preparer? Well, a CPA, a certified public accountant, is someone that is dedicated to getting their master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, you have uh, four uh, tests that you have to pass to get your, your certification. Um, a tax preparer is someone that um, is more familiar with like H&R Block, mm-hmm. mom and pop stores, mm-hmm. uh, um, tax location, things of that nature, which is nothing wrong with that at all as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had, that's where I came up in the industry. So um, it's, uh, but, you know, just because you are a CPA um, or a tax preparer, it doesn't mean that you, you know, prepare taxes. There's a lot of CPAs that we actually have that are clients that actually, they may know the law, but they don't prepare taxes. Mm, Uh, That's just not their area of study um, Mm. or expertise. Um, Tax preparers, you know, you, you have those individuals that, have worked at H&R Block mm-hmm. um, that decide that, you know, hey, they're not making enough at H&R Block. They mm-hmm. can go and start their own business. Um, so that's that's the biggest difference. It's not really um, you have to be a CPA to prepare taxes, uh, tax prepare. You know, the, it's it's more of the education and the dedication to get that uh, MBA, uh, okay. that master's degree, and uh, to pass that certification uh, with uh, its four exams. Gotcha. So I had a question then. So um, I, I understand what you just said as far as what it takes to be a CPA, but what does it take to be just a tax preparer? Because I feel like I remember I've had people over the years like that I'm like, you can prepare taxes? Like, like what is like, is there like a baseline Look, qualification? I like, had a friend that I went to high school with. He literally just posted this past week. I know for sure so-and-so was in special ed in high school and they prepared taxes. And I was like... So, <laughs> yeah, what is like, like is that, so I understand what's the CPA, your what is that, yeah, what is the baseline for so, like, yeah. So the difference is, is I mean, anyone, this is an industry just like medical field. Yeah. It, taxes are not going anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to need a, 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 you're going to have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. So you need to pay, you need to have those prepared. Yeah. Um, the IRS has requirements for enrolled agents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are a certified auditor, all different requirements. Um, you know, for the IRS to have you listed as a tax professional, mm-hmm. you're issued a P10 number. Mm-hmm. That P10 number uh, and an EFIN number also mm-hmm. allows you to be registered with the Internal Revenue Service. That way, the Internal Revenue Service takes that EFIN number that you have to enroll and pay every year to get certified. Okay. And it that EFIN number is listed on your tax returns for mm-hmm. an individual that you are preparing. Okay. And that registers with the IRS to let them know who all you prepared under that EFIN number. Okay, okay. There's also a requirement based on a certain number that you're going to do as mm-hmm. well. Okay. Um, you know, so to catapult on that, the there's individuals that 
say they prepare taxes because mm-hmm. they have used TurboTax and prepared their return, mm-hmm. their cousin's return, their mm-hmm. grandmother's return, their mother's return, mm-hmm. and now say, okay, I can go make money do this. I can tell my friends that I prepare taxes. Yeah. The, 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 the unfortunate part about that is we end up getting those individuals that their returns are messed up mm-hmm. or are receiving IRS notices that mm-hmm. say, you know, you had a business or you 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 had this business and you had fifty thousand dollars worth of losses mm-hmm. and the person is like I don't know what you're talking about I have no clue what you're saying yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't pay attention to their re- return yeah. all they did was pay attention to their refund yeah yeah, yeah. you know so yeah. um, it, it's important to to go to a professional that is actually registered or enrolled with the Internal Revenue Service and that is you know, has some form of, of education, has went to some class. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to a class. A lot of the individuals that go to H&R Block mm-hmm. um, or have worked for H&R Block or Liberty Tax or something of that nature, uh, you can take a course. Mm-hmm. And so if you pass this course, you work for them for a, a period of time, you now are a tax preparer. Yeah. And you can mm-hmm. go and say that you can prepare taxes. But Now, is there a certain level of... Um uh, I don't want uh, certain level of tr- like I don't want to say trouble. You know, like is there something? Yeah, yeah, accountability yeah. that you have as a CPA versus a tax preparer. Well, I mean, yeah, because C- the CPAs, CPA firms, or you know, you will not, you won't go to a H and R block and receive an engagement letter. You two are clients of mm-hmm. our firm. Yep, and you receive an engagement letter that states what your uh, services are that's being done. Mm-hmm. You won't walk into H and R Block and have to sign that engagement letter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you walk in there, and they're 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 simply there to prepare your tax return. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not certified <clears throat> accountants, enrolled agents. Some of them may be, mm-hmm. but those may be the owners. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but the person that is preparing your tax return is simply that, just uh, someone that's data that's inputting data that yeah. you're giving them. They're not. Um, Again, and this is not everyone, but but the difference is is being educated in the laws, um, the tax laws, because they do change the rules and regulations for all the for the federal government and for all states, mm-hmm. um, and 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 that's where the issue usually comes uh, majority of the time because um, tax preparers are just receiving the documents you're handing to them, yeah. mm-hmm. and just preparing that, putting yeah. it in there. They yeah. don't know what. Else can be done yeah. to assist you, or what other questions to ask to help you. Yeah, um, and that's where the the issues or the problems usually come from. I think that in our industry, there are a lot of changes that happen. I know with mortgage, there's change constantly. Yeah. You know, there, one thing that we know about mortgage is that, is that there all there's always going to be change, right? Yeah. And so, same thing with um, your profession as well. So, with that being said, it's a new year. what new changes are coming that can help our people and make them aware so they know to ask the right questions when they go and file their taxes? Understood. And so, you know, basically, because it's, you know, from 2022 filing to 2023 filing, there's not much that has changed with the exception of usually um, they will increase the standard deductions. Yep. Um, and that has occurred, you know, for 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 single height of household and married filing jointly. The mileage rate has increased. Um, that was, um, you know, at 62 cents. Now it's 65 cents. Okay. Um, 
you know, and I wrote a couple of these down so I wouldn't forget as well. <laughs> uh, um, there's still, you know, your 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 tax, and um, I believe this is also another question, so I don't want to jump ahead, but um, there's still, you know, your your tax brackets mm -hmm. have changed to adjust for inflation as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, earned income credit has went up a little bit. Uh, child tax credit is two thousand per child as well, so it's not really a huge change as far as for individuals. Uh, the brackets and the, and the amount of the deductions have increased a little bit, but that that happens every year. Yeah, um, mainly every year here here recently for a while it, it did not. Um, there's a big change as far as businesses um, that we can kind of you know speak a little bit more in depth to, but that is the BOI, the Beneficial Ownership Information and uh, Corporate Transparency Act. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard about that a lot. I've been seeing yeah. that on um, social media, on social media, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I kind of looked into it a little bit. Um, what did you find? Because I looked into it too, and I was like digging. I couldn't even find a website to go and register. So, it's been said, right? Yeah, it's, it's been, been said, said yeah. but I couldn't find like the actual form that you go to complete. I found like FAQs, you know, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I think but. it's really as simply from what I looked at it, man, it's just as simple as you filling out a form. It's almost like Putting your like, I think it's like they said your passport or like your ID of some 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 sort of identification. And obviously, you can elaborate because I know you probably know obviously more than I do. <laughs> but it's something like you you're pretty much putting your information into the system so they can now keep a record of it of some sort. Yeah. Is that yeah. kind of how it is for that, the most part? It is. Yeah. And and what what they have done, um, the FinCEN Financial Crime Enforcement Network mm -hmm. is trying to and the government is trying to decrease the um, possibility of money laundering through businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is their way of making sure they have the responsible parties for each entity. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some exemptions, you know, like, um, and again, there's a, there's a list of exemptions that you don't fall under this category. So not everyone has to complete this. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, it's a certain size, certain amount of revenue that your business makes. Uh, for instance, a church, private industries, or um, anyone that's a 501c3, mm -hmm. uh, they're exempt from, from doing these. Um, but they're, you know, it's, it's, it's to protect, you know, when you have businesses and you have individuals that are into uh, other things outside of the norm, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, someone can come up to you and say, hey, uh, you have a business. I'll give you $50,000 cash mm -hmm. to wash this money mm -hmm. and you just write me a check from your business. Mm -hmm. So now when, you know, uh, the government or Fenton sees this transaction because after a certain dollar amount, these things are reported. Mm -hmm. And they see, okay, this $50,000, then they're going to say, okay, I mean, again, are they going to be able to audit everyone? I, that that's impossible. Just like the yeah. Internal Revenue Service, but yeah. they're going to keep be keeping eyes on things like that mm -hmm. to yeah. ensure that red you know, flags is yeah. what they call red them. Flag. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that this person is listed as the owner or a principal member. Mm -hmm. um, you know where you receive this transaction from. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, It it puts me into the mindset that this all transpired behind COVID. And those PPV loans. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is because of those PPV right. loans. Because <laughs> one thing about the government is, is where they fall short, they will definitely turn it around in the favor of them. Yeah. Just like, right, yeah. they gave out all that money during the COVID, you know, those COVID relief checks and stuff to the public. And guess what? Now we're paying for it. You get high interest rates. <laughs> yep. People are having to pay back. They're they're trying to find individuals who yep. actually committed those crimes. So they're gonna figure out a way to get their money back. If, if nothing else, they're it, gonna figure out a way. It was a huge 
um, issue with uh, with the PPP funds because oh, absolutely. people were the, the government did not have a way to identify mm -hmm. if you were truly a business registered because, because if you, you you submitted these documents mm -hmm. you got money and Correct. you can't mm -hmm. discriminate yeah and that's the one thing about the government where that you know is known is that it's it's an issue because when there's big issues like that even when it comes to like welfare and um, government um, assistance, assistance mm. and things like that, they can't discriminate against you. So they can't filter out who's really needing this assistance. Absolutely. Assistance and who, who doesn't. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, uh, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I'm about to go put so much stuff out there, but I've been around that a lot. So yeah. I understand. I understand. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, there was a, a, a case in Atlanta where, um, they received several million dollars. Jeez. And, but, but the part that got him caught was not so much of the amount that he received because there's several organizations and companies that received that amount. But he went and bought like a, <laughs> a Lamborghini. It. I knew it. I knew it. I was about to say <laughs> that. <laughs> he went and bought like a $200,000 watch. Yeah. You know, so... Um, you, you're, you're putting yourself out there. So that's the purpose of, of this form. But it, again, it's not one that has to be completed by everyone. Uh, it started, of course, January 1, 2024. Mm -hmm. And if you created your business in this year, then it needs to be filed um, before the year, I think, uh, by the end of December. Yeah, the end of this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, if your business was already created prior to January 21, I mean, uh, 1st, 2024, you have until... March 2025 to file, gotcha. to file this form. Oh, gotcha. nice. And that's kind of what, and just I appreciate that information right there, Sherm. That kind of brought me into the mindset. I know Sophia could probably speak to this as well, is, um, you know, when COVID first started and we were, you know, interest rates got really, really low, right? So we were super busy. Everybody's trying to buy a house. But, you know, also during COVID, a lot of people lost their jobs, yeah. right? And so... We would a get, lot of people also quit their jobs because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the government was paying you more. <laughs> correct, 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 correct. So, like, I remember vividly that during this time, you know, we had a lot of people that would reach out, you know, to us or the mortgage company, whoever was servicing their loan, and they were asking to go into forbearance. Oh, remember that? Goodness, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely, basically, yeah. and just like you said, it wasn't, you can't discriminate. If someone says, hey, you know, I can't make my mortgage payment because X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. For the most part, you know, you were able to just not have to make your mortgage payment. Yep. But it was crazy because I know and I had a, several people reach out to me that were in forbearance with their current mortgage, but also in the same breath trying to buy a new home <laughs> because their interest because interest rates was really low and it was cheaper money. And never and never stopped working. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Or never had an actual change would affect that affected them from not being able to make their mortgage Absolutely, payment. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of the same principle in the sense where it's like, you know, we had people who were. Um, you know, because it was so easy to be able to just say, hey, I can't make my mortgage payment, really not have to provide very much documentation to uh, support that. You know, you have people saying that in one breath and in the same breath trying to buy a home, you know. And so that's, you know, that we were seeing that as well in our industry, you know. So it's crazy how just like during a traumatic time or during a time where it's, you know, a lot going on, people are always looking for that opportunity, man, to always. take advantage of, uh, you know, situations or whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. How it goes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So um, we're in the mortgage business, right? 
We do loans for first home, first time home buyers, um, people who already live in these properties. Um, what are some tax benefits that you get or that a home buyer gets for purchasing? Um, there's a first time home buyer, but it's not the same as it previously was, where they give you this credit of $7,500, $8,000, then you pay it back. Um, was that like Obama in office on it? It was like, it was like Obama credit. I remember one, t- one time, no, the, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I won't back. say it was before that. It was before that. Yeah, okay. it was before that. Okay. Where you would get $7,500 to go towards your down payment, you pay back $500. Gotcha, 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 um, gotcha. The, the credit is uh, still available, but... What happens is, for instance, you would you can so let me back up. So if you have a four hundred one k, for instance, yep, you can actually take out uh, up to you can take out ten thousand dollars and put towards your um, your home yeah. down payment for your home and avoid the penalty of mm-hmm. the taking withdrawing those funds out earlier. Correct. Um, you can take up to fifty thousand dollars to the purchase of a home. Um, of the of the amount that you have vested in, mm-hmm. um, so you can take you know withdraw ten thousand dollars or half of your vested amount up to fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um, there's the again you have the energy credits things of that nature you mm-hmm. know solar panels. Uh, the energy credit is five hundred dollars. Your solar panels you can get about thirty percent. The first time home buyer's actual credit that that was there is not something that exists anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's their way of saying that you still have this first time home buyer's credit. If it's your first time purchasing a home, you're allowed to do that with your 401k. Gotcha. Um, so it's not a, an actual credit, um, but it, it's a big portion because again, if you're taking out $50,000, then you're avoiding an additional $5,000 in taxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or not avoiding, but basically being exempt from that additional five thousand dollars in taxes, you will still be taxed on the amount that you had withdrawn early. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it still saves you that five thousand um, dollars. But um, and what about course, just in, and as far as being a homeowner too? I mean, I know there's advantages as far as things that you could, um, you know, write off when it comes to like you know your tax or for your taxes that you can write off being being that you're a homeowner. Like I even know I did this as well. Um, especially during COVID, a lot of people, you know, because a lot of people had to transition from working somewhere to working at home, right? right. Um, so being able to, you know, utilize your home as a workspace yeah. um, gotcha. and some of the advantages that are you able to touch on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and also to go back a little bit, I mean, again, with the purchase of a home, you know, now it allows you, you know, we, when you get to a certain amount of income, you don't have any deductions, especially if it's a W-2. W-2, there's no gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, clients are asking, okay, what can we do? What can we do to reduce our tax liability? Get an asset, purchase a home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, property taxes. Now you get to write off mortgage interest. You get to write off. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you paid any points, mm-hmm. you know, those things, um, you guys, of course, you know, know more than that than yeah. I do, yeah. <laughs> but those things become, you know, very advantageous to you when you, when you have a home mm-hmm. as far as for deductions, unfortunately, um, with the 2018, um, Act when um, president took over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was changed. So you're you, you were able at one point to complete a form that went on your itemized deductions mm-hmm. to that. to dec- to decrease um, 
uh, to add your taxes. I mean, anything that you did working from home, basically. Yeah. If you work from home, um, you know, these were called unreimbursed expenses from your employer. Yeah. So you were able to deduct your internet, you know, per, a percentage of the internet, cell phone, the utilities, cell yeah. phone, yeah. any yeah. supplies you bought mm-hmm. by working from home, that is not allowed anymore. Uh, you have to have a business to do that. Yeah. Now, if you have a business, then you are allowed to have that home office reimbursement gotcha. or that home gotcha. office deduction. Gotcha. Um, but of course, as a as a homeowner, the benefit is is mainly having those deductions. If you've gotten to a point to where your income level is is at a point to you're still having a tax liability, mm-hmm. you don't have any kids, so you don't have any deductions, um, and so your standard deduction is now uh, for 2023. I think it went up to 29, 27. Um, Percent. Yeah, no, it's twenty seven thousand oh, dollars okay. for 2023. Okay. Um, whereas though 27,900 or something of that nature. So if you have a home that you've purchased that first year, especially in the first, in the full year, majority of that is going to be mortgage interest. So you're already, let's say for the first year, your mortgage interest is 22,000. So you're already almost close to this, uh, standard deduction. Now, when you add property taxes in there, being in the state of Virginia or any state where you're having to pay state taxes, you add that in there. You know, now you have thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of deductions, itemized deductions, any charitable deductions that now you can use to decrease your tax liability. Um, okay. So that's the advantage of of definitely you know having a home. Okay. Nice. That's good stuff. Okay. Man. Good stuff. All right. Let me pull up my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> All right. Jackson, was that? Did I answer your question? Was Which that one? business owner or was it? Yeah, you did. Okay. You did. You did answer okay. my question um, when it so, comes to that. So okay. we work with a lot of real estate agents, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of them struggle during tax time. <laughs> a lot of them. There are some that are pretty, you know, they're on point with their finances, but are, there are quite a few that struggle because that transition is hard when you go from working a W two wage earner, mm-hmm. right? to now becoming 1099. And so you're responsible for, you know, putting money aside for your taxes and even knowing what to write off. What are some of the things that someone that is self-employed, more specifically like a real estate agent, that they can write off that is not your normal thing that they already know? Got it. Um, The biggest thing is the difference between you working in a at in a business facility or working from your home. Now, when you work from your home, um, again, you have the percentages. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. But let's say that you are um, taking that. Uh, you're you're going to go show a home. Mm-hmm. If you're going to show this home, so change uh, for for mileage. You know, you can only deduct mileage or gas, not both. Mm. Okay. Um, and it's not you going from your home to go show one property. You have to have a, a starting period. So from your home to, let's say, here, mm-hmm. now from here to wherever you're going to show a home. Okay. That's where your mileage starts calculating. If you are not keeping track of that, then the IRS will not, you, you can't go to the IRS and say, okay, well, my, I started my mileage in January 1 at 12000 and in December 31, it was 24000 so all 12000 of those are 
uh, is, is business miles. Yeah. Because then the question is, okay, so do you have another personal vehicle? Mm-hmm. So anything like that, I mean, again, it, it's hard to audit all of these things, but that's one of the things that is is uh, scrutinized and, and definitely draws a red flag because the IRS will you know, ask for documentation when it comes to mileage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to uh, write off your, your normal, you know, uh, cell phones, you know, supplies, things of that nature. Um, if you have a, so, but uh, one of the most important things also how you file mm-hmm. um, as far as for being on a, being a, a single member LLC on a Schedule C versus being a, a corporation, an S corporation. Okay. Um, that's, it, it's, it's not so much, uh, a lot of times with taxes of what you're filing or what expenses you have, it's it, it's it's also how you're filing it. Mm-hmm. Because you can file the same income with deductions on your Schedule C and have a tax liability for 10 grand, file those same expenses with the same income on an S Corp and have a tax liability for three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Okay. And why why is that different? Why is that different? Well, it's the self employment tax. Yeah. Um, it, that you are paying additional, your Social Security and Medicare, that you're paying for that 1099 income. Whereas though as an S corporation, you're still required by the Internal Revenue Service to to pay this, but it's through a W through a W two yep. through your own business. Yep. Now what this W two does, again, everything is still your own money. Yep. But what this W two does is allow you to now have a deduction mm-hmm. from your revenue. And you're still now satisfying the requirements of paying your your taxes, mm-hmm. along with, as you stated, with the you know paying the quarterly taxes and things of that nature. You're required by the IRS to pay and states to pay quarterly taxes, or you will be penalized. Um, you have to have paid at least ninety percent of what your tax liability is, or you will be penalized by the Internal Revenue Service for failure to pay your entire amount or failure to pay your your tax li- your pack your tax debt even once you file your tax return. Um, but you're satisfying that quarterly payment through your W-2 with taxes being withheld there as well. Gotcha. Um, so, they, you know, for businesses, especially on the real estate side, you, you, you know, I, I can run through a list of things that is already known, the business cards, the uh, meals, you know, all of those things. But there, there's just so much other things you can do with the S corporation and how you're filing it versus what you're filing. Understood. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And man. that's why it's important to have a CPA. Yeah. <laughs> As it opposed really. to a tax preparer, because I guarantee you, <laughs> yeah. if you went to a tax preparer, they wouldn't be able to tell you that. <laughs> hey, let me speak on that real quick too, Matt. So look, I remember before I met Sherm, right, um, I used to go get my taxes done. So I had a buddy of mine who I used to work with at Bank of America. And he was like, yo, man, because um, at first I was getting, at first I was having one of my friend's parents do my taxes, right? It is. Mm. So that's why I was asking earlier, like about as far as preparing taxes, like what is the qualification? Because I know my, he was a nice guy, but I know that he didn't know very much. Cause he was asking me stuff. I'm like, bro, you should know that. Like, why, yeah. like, why are you asking? You know what I mean? Not like, like personal stuff, but he was just asking me like, I'm like, hold on, that, that don't make sense. All right. You know what I mean? But I was young, you know what I mean? So I didn't understand. But anyway, one of my uh, old coworkers introduced me to this lady um, who lived in Richmond. And she used to work for the Department of Taxation in Richmond. So I used to drive all the way up to Richmond wow. and get my taxes done for like, yeah, I think I did, for like four or five years mm-hmm. straight. And I look back and think about it like she really, I think, was just utilizing being that she used to work for the Department of Taxation as like the crutch. 
because she really won't do nothing for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I remember I would get in the car. I remember Brooke and I, we would drive because Brooke went to VCU, which is in Richmond. So we would like kind of make it like a, a weekend trip or something, you know what I mean? Or go to DC and come back through or whatever. Um, but I remember like sitting there and she would do them in her home. And I remember even looking at the forms and like, she didn't have her name on anything. It was just like, it was just as if I did it myself. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but I didn't know. Again, I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just sitting here just like, and then I was kind of questioning a lot of things or whatever, man. But um, yeah, it is kind of, is this crazy? Like as you are speaking and explaining some of these different things, like I'm kind of thinking back at some of the, you know, situations that I have. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. So when it comes to taxes, I have two things that stand out to me. So believe it or not, I, when I grew up and I first started driving when I was 14, I lived in Michigan. Right. And so obviously in Michigan, it snows a lot. And you prepare your taxes during January, I mean, February-ish time frame. Correct. So it's snowing like crazy in Michigan, right? The very first time I drove my car, my dad's car, didn't have a license, was to go prepare his taxes. Really? <laughs> wow. The very first time. That's yes. crazy. And then when I first had a Maya, I was 22. And it was time for me to file with a dependent. I had never experienced that before, right? So I go to file, and I had a friend who introduced me to a tax preparer that could prepare my taxes. Because prior to that, I was always on my dad's insurance because I was in school. school, So he always filed for me. I never did anything. So this was the first time that I could file by myself. So I go to this lady. And I really didn't understand the tax return, right? I just looked, like you said, at the refund. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I think I got like 11000 I was like, I get I that? <laughs> 11, that's more money than I made right here. <laughs> that earned income credit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the money. Two years later, this lady had committed crime on a number of people where she was adding in some type of credit that didn't exist and I had to pay the money back. Mm. Correct. And and, you and I was so pissed off. I was like, I would, and I had already moved to Florida. I'm dealing with this situation with this lady in Michigan and I'm living in a, states and states yeah. away. So I ended up paying all the money back right away but I was very like, I felt like misled. I felt I felt like this black woman was trying to come after another black woman and get me in trouble. And I did not like that. So yes, it's nice. It's nice well, having a CPA. <laughs> and, and, and that's that's the unfortunate part because again, it's not so much that um, they're just trying to come at you, but they see it as an opportunity. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what is put on your tax return? If you are signing that, the IRS mm-hmm. holds you liable. You cannot not pay a debt or pay that liability because you said, well, I didn't know they put this credit on there. And that's a, that's the difference with, you know, not all tax preparers are that way either. Um, they're not out to take advantage of you. But, yeah. but there are some that will, you know, because you go to them and, you know, let's, let's be honest. We have individuals that make $40,000 and only had $200 withheld on the federal side, but then they want to know why they're not getting a refund. 
you know? Um, and so you go to these tax preparers and they're like, okay, I'll get you a refund. Let me do some magic. They put a Schedule C on there that has mm-hmm. a negative $12,000 so decreasing your income. Now you get this earned income credit. Yep. On top of that, they're putting in that you, that your kid, because they were 14, you know, they had education credit, mm-hmm. you know, and now mm-hmm. you're getting this credit. And so yep. next thing you know, you have this refund of ten, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 when, in all honesty, you owe. Mm-hmm. And so the likelihood of the Internal Revenue Service auditing every single one of those is highly unlikely, but you do put yourself out there to to be audited and having to pay all that money back. You cannot go back to that tax preparer, that accountant, or anyone and say that I didn't know what they put on my tax return. Yep. You signed it. Yep, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what they yeah. told me. Yeah. I was so upset. They they did tell me, however, that I could go after her Correct. Uh, through the courts myself, but... The, the IRS didn't care, yeah. you know. They put that on me. I had to pay for that, and I just let it go because I was in a whole other state. But, yeah, yeah. I've experienced that, so. Well, <laughs> and I was 22. One other quick thing I did, I, I did want to, I didn't want to forget is also with the real estate and with investments and things of that nature is uh, cost segregation as well. Yeah, you yeah know, that, we that's, about that that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that, you know, if you have investment properties and things of that nature, uh, if those are properties that you're going to keep, you know, and you have a business, um, you know, that is a definitely a nice deduction. Uh, yeah. If you're going to get rid of that property in a short period of time, then I would, you know, advise not to do that. Yeah, but well. if you're going to keep it, then, yeah, the cost segregation is yeah, definitely absolutely. key. Yeah, I, remember, I remember learning about that a couple of years ago. Um, can you go and can you? Elaborate. Yeah. So it's 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 similar to the um, to the 179 um, bonus depreciation. It accelerates the depreciation of the property. So if you have a you know duplex that uh, you, you, there, there's in the, there's companies that entities that do cost segregation studies and they will come out and it's a a formula that they use as far as for uh, what they can accelerate in the first year, what they can accelerate in third year, fifth year, seven year, ten year, and so typically you are depreciating this over a period of time, 27.5 years. Well, with cost segregation, you're now able to accelerate that and take that deduction, a larger portion of that deduction, that first year, a larger portion that third year, and so forth. Again, that's why if you're going to, you know, just have the investment property or the property for building, whatever the case, for a short period of time, that I would not advise to to do a cost seg because now you have to pay that back. Right. It has yeah. to be added back when you sell it. Yeah. Um, but if it's going to be a long-term investment, then absolutely. So yeah. when you sell it, do you also pay that on top of your capital gains? Well, so if, what ha- if that applies if to it, you? If it applies, because what happens is it, get, it, it gets added back. So you have your sale uh, proceeds. You have your basis that's subtracted from there. Any repairs, expenses you had, um, you know, real estate fees mm-hmm. um, deducted out. And, you can all, and then at that point, if you have sold within that time frame that it is not fully depreciated, you have to add that depreciation back to it. Yeah. Right. It's very similar. I know um, me and you had talked about it, you know, because obviously I work at Atlantic Bay and I um, also am a part of a couple of other different businesses, as people have heard on the pod. You know, we I build houses, I have rental property and all that, heavy, heavy vested in real estate. And, um, you know, with the credit of being able to buy a vehicle. Remember, we kind of talked about that, right? Yeah. So you can buy a vehicle. Um, it's over 6,000 pounds, right? Correct. And you could purchase it in your business name. And you could actually utilize, because you can almost, I think it's like the same type of principle, almost like accelerating Correct. The, Accelerate, the, the depreciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's being the able to 
Exactly. And being able to, you know, have that as a, uh, a tax write off, I guess you could say, through your business um, during that, that year. And you can have it, I think it said it's spread over five years, I guess you can do it. Or if, you if, can... Yeah. If you, so if it's under 6,000 pounds, then you, you depreciate that over a course of five years of your business. Mm-hmm. But if it's over 6,000 pounds, then you're able to accelerate that. Uh, 2022 was the last year that you were able to do 100%. Yeah. Um, 2023, it's 80%. 80% yeah. And then you take the other 20% now and depreciate over the next four years. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's key. That's one of the reasons why I got that range. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice deduction. Yeah. Nice deduction. That's all I'm saying. Nice deductions. Nice deduction. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's, um, you know, we wanted, like I said, Sherm to stop by today, uh, be able to give us some more information about taxes uh, with this being the season, not just your vanilla information, but kind of go into a little bit more detail as far as some of the different nuances that, you know, we get. I mean, even as us, Sophia and I as mortgage professionals, you know, a lot of times we get folks that are coming to us, you know, obviously entrepreneurship and business ownership is, has been a very, um, I would say, hot topic or a hot thing to do. A lot of people are, you know, which is great. I mean, you know, going out there, opening their own business and, um, you know, betting on themselves, as they say, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to make sure that you're kind of going about it when, the right way when it comes to having your your taxes and having your finances and things of that in order because you could be making you can be a good a business owner and make a lot of money but if you're not with a, a good tax professional who's actually helping you Saving. when it comes to the accounting aspect of your taxes I mean it, you're, you could really be doing yourself a disservice and really not making or maximizing you know what your business is doing and what it's capable of you yeah. know so we wanted to make sure we had someone come um, and explain some different things uh, so we you know had a better understanding and you had a better understanding of exactly what those things are so now yeah. um Sherman are you accepting new clients this tax season yes we are okay <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, and I, I say that um, but yes we are we um, Caldwell CPAs uh, we have a location here in Virginia Beach um, we you know service clients nationwide um, we actually formerly Caldwell CPA, should I say, we're now Compass USA Advisors, okay. um, a larger firm we merged with that now we have versus the two locations, uh, we have 28 firms. Now. Oh, wow. And so it gives us a high ceiling and more resources for our clients as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, we do appreciate that uh, tax <laughs> advice, and I'm pretty sure you're probably going to hear from some people out in the audience that's going to reach out and ask questions. Um, do you have any contact information that you want to provide? Or? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, you can also contact either one of these because they are clients. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I can be reached at um, 757. Mm-hmm. Please hold. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. We understand. <laughs> I don't call myself at the office. <laughs> Um, but my email, you can definitely reach me at email, is sledet, that's S-L-E-D-E-T, at compass, C-O-M-P-A-S-S, U-S-A, advisors.com, sledet at compass, U-S-A, advisors.com. And um, I will respond to all emails. The number is 757-543-9700. Perfect. Thank you so much, Sherman. Absolutely. So we typically jump right into what we got going on for the weekend. So for me personally, I am going to be getting sick kids in order. What you guys going on? Got going on? <laughs> um, so I actually kind of got a busy weekend. My kids are actually out of school today, um, which Mine's I didn't even too. know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know yeah. about that. Yeah, my kids Teacher are out of school today. So yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, today, um, they want to, you know, we've been doing like on Fridays, pizza and a movie. So um, we'll probably do that today. Uh, it's probably a little bit earlier in the daytime, um, you know, because I'm being out of school. I know they're probably driving pretty crazy right now. Um, so I got that going on today. Tomorrow, I uh, got two different birthday parties. Uh, my son has a birthday party to go to and my daughter has a birthday party to go to. <laughs> and then... Um, and then I'm actually, I got tickets to ODU basketball tomorrow. Yeah, so I always try to check out a game, um, you know, football and basketball throughout the year, especially with my son really, really taking a liking to basketball. I want yeah. him I want him to be able to see each of those levels. Like earlier this year, we went to go see um, our favorite team, the Tar Heels, Carolina, play. Um, so he's able to see the collegiate level. We went to see high school basketball earlier this week. Um, and he likes ODU, you know, me coming from there. So, um, you know, he, he wants to check that out. So I got... The family tickets, me, Brooke, the kids, um, my sister, her boyfriend, and my cousin. So I got us all those tickets to check the game out. So it should be a good time. Saturday night, uh, Sunday, my son has a basketball game, so we'll be locked <laughs> in there. And then uh, Sunday night, man, the fellas going to be over. Yeah. we watching some football, man. Some football. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm trying to see if we got to spend this Las Vegas money in a yeah. second. You know what I'm saying? So I might, I might need some more tax write-offs, man. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you better go there and meet somebody and <laughs> set up a business lunch or something. Right, 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 right. <laughs> go ahead and pick up a license over there or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a pretty busy weekend myself. So. Yeah. What about you? Um, work. Get as much as I can get done today and tomorrow so that I can uh you know be prepared for the for the game yeah. on Sunday yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when you check out yeah and answer, Sunday, don't, don't call answer, Sherman don't, on Sunday I, I, don't, don't email him he's not responding on Sunday calls, especially during football season uh, myself Brian and our buddy Shao we go at it all day if we're not even in the same house watching a game we text text and talk text all, line so uh yeah yeah so looking forward to football Sunday yeah, yeah. other than that just working and uh of course, I'm sure the wife and uh, my youngest, who's still home, um, they always have eaten out plans somewhere. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. As a mom, yeah, yeah. we eat somewhere. <laughs> if I've been with y'all all day, yeah. we ain't cooking too. Yeah, we're going out <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. Again, you can follow me at SKB underscore mortgage. And uh, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N underscore Royster. And uh, we'll see you next week. We will see you next week.